You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. <laughs> I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. <gasps> this is Your Welcome America presents The Saturdays 24-7, episode 2. Woo! <laughs> In our ongoing mission to translate British pop culture for America, we're heading back to 2010 once again to revisit and rewatch the ITV2 reality show that follows every move of British girl group The Saturdays. From gigs, photo shoots, TV appearances, driving lessons, surprise birthdays, skydives, and hanging out with family and friends. This, this is the, the Saturdays 24-7. Let's get into it. Woo! The Saturdays. Headline hitting girl group. Fashion icons. Oh, I love this. And five great friends. They're facing a grueling schedule. And for the first time ever, we're following them every step of the way. This is what's called a runner. Which means we run. Going behind closed doors. A bit closer. A bit closer. 24 hours a day. Oh my God, no. So, <laughs> we start with Here Come the Girls by the Sugar Babes. <laughs> At Boots, your advantage card points can go further. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I feel Here Comes the Girls is really the Christmas, I feel like it's the Christmas uh, Boots ad, you know? Oh, okay. It's like getting lots of girls getting ready for the office Christmas party. <laughs> it's very the Saturdays and office Christmas party, isn't it? We haven't talked about, by the way, the the opening credits, which we just heard. <laughs> the clunky cartoon strip. I said, can we talk about the opening credits? There I said, we go. I like them. Fun. So in true Saturday style, each gal has been given a colour. And it's done in a weird kind of cartoon strip style. Someone has a dog. Very, very low budget kind of pop art Andy Warhol <laughs> yeah I was imagining the day when it was like oh hey girls um we just got the we just got the opening titles and should we take a look like in one gonna, of the gonna, they're like oh it's fun yeah, that's good yeah the other oh, Rochelle's got the dog yeah <laughs> Vanessa's, drive, Vanessa's driving the car which is funny because she's learning <laughs> well oh. we open on yet again an Addie Lee and Addie Lee, but do you know what? We've gone from Here Come the Girls to Bang, We're Into Toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot to take in. Also, a very dynamic song over shots of <laughs> um, the driver of the car with his Blackberry curve on charge. And Rochelle's eating some grapes. And I like when it's from Leeds to Manchester. Yeah. Real wild times while Toxic is playing. <laughs> this, this whole show is all about essentially, like, I don't know, working in the UK, yeah. working outside of London. Okay, here's, I don't know, every scene could be described as inside the M25 yes. and outside the M25. <laughs> a lot of that Addison Lee, a lot of motorways, very unglamorous travel within the UK. Well, there's a surcharge if you go outside. Are you okay with that? Goes, yeah, it's fine. Uh, okay, where are we going? So we are going to party in the park. And as Mark, tour manager, says, we're doing three songs here, aren't we, girls? And... Una rattles them out so quickly that I had to replay it. She goes, forever is over missing you, Ego. And I was like, 
Excuse me? I was like, oh, forever is over. Missing you and ego. I was... Missing you is a real dud. I miss missing you. you. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll keep what it. about forever is over? I feel like we never talk about that song. I've kind of forgotten about that song. Forever is over. It's a real soaring number, isn't it? Well, it's also, we'll get to it, but it's dead rocky. Oh, it's a bit of a, I describe it as a, a headbanger. <laughs> So we see them driving through the countryside on the way to party in the park, and Una just says, we're going to be performing for the cows and the sheep. What is she like? You know, I'm going to need something, some energy for that performance, so I'm just going to nibble in a cereal bar. <laughs> a bag of seedless grapes from Sainsbury's at a cereal bar. That's what the gals are, yeah. are munching on. Maybe a Boots own brand cereal bar. Wait, what were those gross, really, those Kellogg cereal bars? Oh, horrible. Nutrigrain. Oh, Nutrigrain. Oh. <laughs> The thought of the blueberry, the blueberry flavored Nutri-Grain makes me feel very queasy. Oh, and then do you remember there was one that was almost like a, I'm just going to describe it as like a plat of two different flavors. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And there was like a strawberry and then a creamy one. Oh, okay. What song takes us into Party in the Pug? It is Kylie, uh, the song she did with Calvin Harris. How does it feel in my arms? Da 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 da. Yeah, they arrive, and I said, more porter cabins. That's another theme of the Saturdays 24-7. It's motorways, depressing hotels, and porter cabins. These ones are green. We are going to get to that hotel later. Let's just say I delve deep into the hotel they stayed in in Sheffield. So this is, in true Saturdays form, we have a great subplot here. So the girls have all traveled together, apart from Frankie and Dougie. And uh, <laughs> we get some really good explanation from Mark, the tour manager. So basically, they haven't arrived yet. And, and Mark says, well, here's the thing. They went into the city center because of an accident. And, you know, they just <laughs> followed the sat-nav. And now they don't know where they are. And I was like, we need to talk about the sat-nav. <laughs> In 2010, you know what they were using. A tom-tom. A tom-tom. <laughs> Is the tom-tom extra? Am I going to have to rent the tom-tom? No, it comes with the tom-tom. Dougie. Has it got... <laughs> but wait, have you got a subscription? Have you got that satellite subscription for the tom-tom? <laughs> Yeah, I get it for the whole year. And I do like the idea that clearly Party in the Park is not taking place in central, like, Leeds. Yet Frankie and Dougie have just arrived in the city centre. <laughs> Hiya, Mark. We're actually, well, yeah, we're outside um, City Hall in Leeds. Yeah, well, it oh. is Leeds. I thought, it was, I thought the party was in Leeds. <laughs> I was confused because Party in the Park, to me, I kept thinking of, like, the Prince's Trust Party in the Park. So it'd be like in Hyde Park? Right, so and I got this? confused with Tea in the Park as well. There's a lot of park-based gigs that I get very confused with but Tea in the Park is Scotland isn't it yeah R.I.P look listen I want to know who else was on the lineup at Party in the Park that year Party in the Park uh 2010 it's happening happening in Temple Newsham in Leeds England this website is malfunctioning on me but there are <laughs> two acts that are mentioned our girl Pixie Lot uh oh uh oh she features later maybe she does and also the script oh god how what was this how did their song go I don't remember. Is the script the one with the guy? No, that's the Kaiser Chiefs guy. The guy who did the voice. Well, the, uh, the guy from the script also did the voice. That's what's so confusing about oh, it. Oh, that's what's getting yeah. me. Anyway, <laughs> we're having a party in the park. So the last minute, thank goodness, Frankie and Dougie arrive in that, that expensive Audi. Yeah, there's a, there's a very weirdly real tense moment with the other girls all walking towards the stage all scrambling to try and work out which of Frankie's vocals they have to cover that made me very anxious made me really anxious I liked that and Una was straight in being like okay right you do that bit I'll do this bit and then Molly's like oh but we can't do forever is over because of the I don't know what, I don't know what the shut problem. up Molly yeah 
Someone will you just, can do yeah. it. <laughs> Did you notice in the backstage area that they were in, it was the green porter cabins and then just a few inflatable sofas strewn about? <laughs> I was like, oh, what a grim, what a grim VIP area experience. There was just some people like slumped on these uh, inflatable sofas like, oh, look, there's a Saturday. Yeah. Just a funky, funky <laughs> festival life. Okay, so they do the gig. Uh, yeah, um, and I just wrote, forever is over, dead Rocky. I wrote, they're absolutely jumping. <laughs> I think Molly said that, Molly actually. Said that. Also, just a quick shout out to Dougie's outfit when he arrives. Just wearing some real 2010 shades and a deep top man V. <laughs> Get them in a pack of three. Yet, yet again, Dougie, lovely young man. Lovely young man. <laughs> so he just seems like a nice person. Okay, and so we've it, just been... Well, sorry. I was just going to say, I do feel like another theme of this show is them... Not un, like still in their costumes, scrambling into an Addison Lee, all carrying so many different possessions in like pla- paper carrier bags. I know, I know we said it last time, but so many paper shopping bags in each arm and Blackberry curves. I'm constantly worried about just like stuff being left behind. Yes, totally. Just those Alexander McQueen skull scarfs flying in the wind as they run towards, <laughs> which we again we will get another whole plotline about one of those scarves. <laughs> So they've been to Leeds. We've got to get to Manchester. But I love, they're like, I think Rochelle is like listing off like the itinerary. It's like, right, so we've been to Leeds. We're going to get to Manchester. We're going to get some food. And then we've got to, and I was thinking, right, they need to get some food in Manchester. What are they going to get? Oh, I couldn't have. It was, it was the first thing that I thought of. And it's definitely what they got. Well, I thought initially Pizza Express. Yes. That's but, what I was thinking. But what's what's the next option down? There's, there's, a, there's basically only other two other options that you would order, which yeah. is Nando's is the other one, but also Wagamama's. Wagamama's. Wagas. They sure as hell got that Wagamama's. Well, not w- before we had a bit of Jamelia Superstar playing. What a what a clunk a lunk song. People always talk about Ayo. And also, all these songs they're using, they're not that contemporary no. to the time of the show. Because what that song was Superstar was 2004, yeah. maybe? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a six-year-old song. So we pull up to the Lancashire County Cricket Club. Oh my where this gig is taking God. place. What is this gig? But it's definitely a waggers. This this scene was quite something. I didn't know. Okay, okay. I don't know where to start with so this. So they get to this cricket club. They've ordered a Wagamama's. They're all having at this talk of edamame. I then thought to myself, imagine Una discovering edamame for the first time. My mind went down that path. <laughs> we have mention of soy sauce and katsu curry in this scene. Yeah, I love. As soon as I heard katsu curry, I'm like, yeah, confirmed. Okay. So, I'll get the breaded one. I'll treat myself. I'll get the yeah, breaded one, not just the you grilled chicken. You need it. You need it. Molly, you need the energy. Yeah, you need the energy. <laughs> no, I'll just have an edamame. Right. So they're in this dressing room and there's waggers everywhere. And then there's this random Irish guy who comes to the door and his face is blurred. Yeah. Well, because it starts with Rochelle's screaming at, like, the, he seems to be in the adjoining, like, the next room along with a balcony. And Rochelle's on the balcony squawking about edamame to him, saying, we've got some edamame if you want some edamame. So, yeah, he turns to the door. And, then yeah, they, they even announce it in the voiceover that he's being kept a secret, which is, like, he didn't sign the release form, basically. So I was like, is he another celeb? I was so confused. Yeah, they said, they said he was a secret boy band member. So he's an Irish member of a boy band. Is that Westlife? But he didn't sound like anyone in Westlife. No, it didn't. And he was skinny, like kind of tall and skinny looking i couldn't quite put my finger on I, I really i really thought about it my brain kind of went into malfunction because i started thinking about some really obscure boy bands like i just couldn't i couldn't get there yeah i kept thinking of that boy band that was on x factor that really didn't go anywhere what were they called oh, fuck. oh um triple j 
Union J. Union J. Union J. I'll follow you. No, none of them are Irish. Damn it. I really <laughs> thought I'd cracked the code there. Anyway, well, we're never going to find out. I said that this whole scene felt like uni. Oh felt like university. It was just all... Describe was, the scene. It was, so it was just... A, the girls all really overexcited about this Irish boy band member. All, like, screaming at each other in this room. All telling each other to be quiet because he could hear through the balcony doors. Yeah. All this wagamama's, like, strewn around. Rochelle's put, trying to put on eyeshadow, but she keeps running out of the bathroom and getting really excited. And then... <laughs> And then she, Rochelle's saying, I mean, we're never around men. That's why we're like, ghoul, ghoul, ghoul. She's really funny here. Good bants. Rochelle's the best. She's got the good bants. She's and got then the bants. There's a great moment. So they basically all start saying like, they're like, oh, Una. Oh, he fancies you, Una. Oh, yeah, he fancies you. And Una utters this line. The thing is, his brother was in a band with my first cousin. <laughs> I was like, could not be more Irish. We know from our Irish friends that you introduce another Irish person to another Irish person and they will whittle it down to... Oh, he was in a band with my second cousin's first sister's baby's daughter's dog. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Now, this gig, I was very what confused about it because are we indoors? Are we outdoors? It's at a cricket club. Mm. But then they go do this gig. Well, I felt like it looked like the dress. It felt like to me, the dressing room looked like a suite that overlooked the it's, like cricket pitch yes. field. Yeah. What do you call a cricket pitch? I don't cricket know. Cricket pitch, yeah. And it looked like it was almost like when you, you can get this. Hospitality suite. Yeah, a hospitality suite. Like you could do it like to watch football or whatever. So yeah, it seems strange that the gig was not then on the cricket field. It seemed to be within some kind of sub hangar. It looked like it was in a mini a mini airplane hangar. So not a full size hangar, but where you'd store like a mini jet. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like a prop plane, a toy plane. I feel like that's where you would store it. Just big enough for a couple of them, not a 747. No. But it was very confusing because it, but it was also suddenly evening and they're performing this gig and then they're, they do the gig and they're very, very hot. I said it was a slightly more mature crowd at this gig, or perhaps I'm being a little judgmental of the crowd, but I said there's a lot, <laughs> I wrote lots of close-ups of nonplussed older Northern white women with lots of hair and jewelry. Yeah. And a, <laughs> a great close-up shot of a mirror ball very slowly revolving. <laughs> Did you also notice we got a real almost a crash zoom into uh, Vanessa's like kind of scrunch white pixie boot that they're wearing for all the performances <laughs> and like a real focus on it while it was doing some like fancy footwork. Got a real look at it. There's a buckle on the side that I never noticed before. So it's, it's literally an ankle, ankle length scrunch effect, but looks like it's not made of scrunchy material. It looks stiff. It looks sturdy. With a buckle and a tiny little kind of kitten heel. Yeah. In a white PVC. Once again, where is that boot now? <laughs> Planet, Planet Hollywood Wigan? I mean, where is it? <laughs> yeah, the Grimsby Planet Hollywood. Just one of those boots just turning on like a turntable. <laughs> While Ego plays. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, so they do the gig. And they come off stage and they're all in a, in a tiz because they're saying that the UV lights showed off their deodorant in their armpits or something like that. <laughs> Fun. Makes sense for them, doesn't it? Fun. <laughs> and then in the coming up here, they yes. finally used a Saturday song. But it's because that is the the exclusive 24-7 performance is of that song. Oh, so you think they're teasing yeah, it. Yeah, because because I got really excited, wrote the note, and then I saw at the end of the coming up that it was diegetic music playing over the top of the clubs, but then it ended on actually them singing it. Oh, I see. So I, I still see, don't I think see, it I counts. See. Doesn't count. Oh, okay. damn it. Right, where are we going next? Speaking of other songs, we're 
going back to London. Don't stop moving to the funky, funky beat. I hate that song. No, when that was playing, I think there was like a pedestrian bridge and just lots of people wearing flat shoes. Clumping clumping across the the Thames to work. Don't stop moving to the funky, funky beat. Oh God, I really hate that song. Don't Stop Moving just really gets my back up. Obviously not as much as Reach, but... Oh, no, reach. I, I honestly think that like... Don't Stop Moving is, is has moved up to my second, like, I can't ever hear it, S-Club song. Oh, I'm fine with it. Oh, no, it makes my back, like... Oh, in the music, baby. Ugh. I think it's Don't Stop Moving to the funky, 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 funky beats. beats. Do you know what that beat is? It's not just funky, it's funky, funky. <laughs> Horrible. Right, where are we going? Well, we're heading to the Alan Carr Show. And Vanessa's eating some strawberries from a Ziploc bag. <laughs> Now, really focused on the fruit consumption in this episode. Did you once work on the Alan Carr show? Have I made that up? You made that up. I, I worked on the spin-off shows for Alan Carr. So I never worked on Chatty Man on his talk show. I worked on the specials. The one that you and me worked on yeah, to start with. Then I, I worked on loads of those specials. But then you, were you in the Alan Carr office? So could yes. you, That's right. Because I feel like you could always overhear yes. everything that was going on. And I would often, when I was working on another show and they were making chatty man i would go to the production office because i knew most of the people that worked on it as well so i would go and talk to them and say hi yes in, the, in that same building that's right <laughs> just to explain to our american listeners alan carr we might know him from drag race uk he's a wonderful wonderful host who we both love yeah and he had a very slapstick british chat show on channel four in the uk yes <laughs> so uh, and where are they filming it your, well, your second home. They're filming it at my second home, the the no longer existing London, the London studios, colloquially known as TLS amongst TV people. Wonder, I wonder what's, what is happening to I that know. redevelopment. And then, uh, well, they arrived to Ooh La La by Goldfrab. Oh, I, I missed that. Well, and then, I, then I'm going to tell you a quick separate story. So I had to Google... I knew that I knew the song. I knew it was Goldfrab. So I, I was like in a separate tab Googling. Then I looked on YouTube and found it. My YouTube algorithm... I keep getting this exact same ad and it's for at-home IV drips. <laughs> oh, yummy. I feel very targeted by it because the ad is literally this girl on a night out with friends drinking and then they show her waking up the next morning and she gets a text from her trainer saying like, see you at 2 p.m. And she's like, go. And then she has an IV drip at home and, and then she goes and trains. So, so question for you, does she put the IV drip in herself? No, no, it's... it's uh, so someone comes it's, over. It's same day health. Yeah, they, they come and do an IV drip like at your house. Great. And I... Genuinely just thought, at some point we need to do that. Oh, definitely need to do that. Yeah. I, th- I feel like if there's like someone here and we have like a big weekend. Great. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a member of Same Day Health. So I feel like I should just order us. It, basically, the ads worked on me. Right, girls. <laughs> I've ordered the IV drips. Nurse is coming with the IV drips. And the best part is that when they just show her getting the IV drips, she's just sitting on the couch. She's just like smirking and looking out of the window while the the, the fluids are going into it. It's very strange. Any Back to way. TLS on London's South Bank. Oh. So, Rochelle <laughs> is, she's wearing um, an LBD, a little black dress, yeah. and she's a bit concerned about it. She's looking in the mirror, standing beside the stylist, and she's saying, and I quote, I just look very, do you know what I mean? No, I don't actually. <laughs> That's what the stylist says. <laughs> and then the, the ultimate advice from the stylist is just smile and breathe in. Yeah, that was a dark, it's a dark, mo- a dark scene in a dark moment. But, but, but in the stylist's defense... She looked amazing. Yeah, she looked great. And when she was saying, oh, look at me from the side, I was like, I can't see anything. Yeah. I will say that when they arrived, I just want to talk to you about that arrival area at TLS. It's, mm. it's, it's been the, the home of 
many a dark cigarette break from when I used to smoke and work at that studio. There's I, just seeing them get out and run up those steps. I was like, oh, the amount of times I would, there's a specific thing just around the corner where I would go so that no one, if people came out to look for me, they wouldn't see me in the smoking area. I would hide around the corner. And it just, it just reminds me of standing there and looking through those bars, that, those bars where you can see the Thames, but it's through like these grim bars. And I'd just be like <laughs> smoking away, like, you know, listening in on my walkie to be like, oh God, I hope no one calls me to set. I'm smoking, I'm smoking. Oh God, also that feeling of working in a talk show and wait, greeting your guest, like yeah. waiting till the guest arrives. Oh my God, the nerves. Yes, completely. Horrible. And I would always, I would always hold off smoking until after I'd greeted the guests because I didn't want to smell of cigarettes and for it to be disgusting. So I would spend the whole day not smoking. And then once the guests arrived, then I would go out and have a nice fag. Oh, grim a limb. So, um... Molly and Una are moonwalking and we know from last episode, Una liked to dress up as Michael Jackson and do Triller. <laughs> so she's doing, a, uh, she's doing her uh, moonwalking masterclass. But meanwhile... Baby of the bunch, as she's referred to, Vanessa, she's not in a good mood. She's bored. <laughs> and as Rochelle describes her, she's in a right old grum. And she says, you're like a bad smell today that's just not, that's just lingering. <laughs> and Rochelle, Rochelle's answer to like, I don't know, the way to fix the situation. Well, have you got a laptop? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know Rochelle loves a laptop. We find that out later. And she describes she likes to get into her laptop. <laughs> This was a this was a very strange scene, and it just shows the kind of level of boredom of them going around and doing the exact same thing a million times. But yeah. I love this. Vanessa's kind of stomping around, and she gets offended by the the hairstylist, old Wasis Flaps from last episode, <laughs> saying something about how she doesn't read; she just reads magazines. And she's very offended by that. And, and she, oh yeah, and then Rochelle says, "Oh, she's on one today." And then Vanessa says, "Yeah, I am on one, Robbie." Refers to Rochelle as Robbie. Don't mock me. I love books. I got Jackie Collins and everything. I think Rob's the hair. I think Robbie's the hairstylist. Oh, I thought she was referring to Rochelle as Robbie. But yeah, the Jackie Collins, the way she delivered that was real good comedy. But I also loved just the fact that at this point, the stylist is sitting like sewing something onto a dress and Rochelle's sitting next to him on this horrible TLS couch, just plucking our eyebrows. (laughs) Two of them, which they're like, oh, she's like, oh, so she's like, I'll just do my eyebrows. It's so kind of, it couldn't be more the Saturdays that site. <laughs> I then got into to my notes here. I wrote that the Saturdays are such a specific UK talk show booking. So you would never, on like the big, big talk shows, on Jonathan Ross and Graham Norton, the Saturdays would never feature. No. The Saturdays are a daytime talk show, yeah. a food show. Paul O'Grady. Paul O'Grady. <laughs> but going on Chatty Man, Chatty Man for them is like the peak that they're yeah. ever going to get. Absolutely. It's like perfect. But also you can imagine Alan like liking the Saturdays, being like, oh yeah, like the dancing. Yeah. <laughs> right, outfit wise, what are we going to wear to go in Alan Carr? Well, little black dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with a, a white Alice band. We have the white Alice band. She's flapping that around for a while. I can't remember what the others are wearing. It's all just black and black white. Black and white. I know M- Molly's got kind of a, a white puff situation happening. Some kind of old collar. I can't, can't remember. remember. <laughs> what I love about this interview is that Alan, much like us last week, is mocking Molly for getting bitten by a fly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's offering... That's one of the features of, of Chatty Man is that he had a, a drinks globe full of very classic... Real Saturday style beverages. Tia he's Maria. Tia Maria, a Bailey's. At one point he's got an Archer's Aqua. Like, did you notice a big bottle of Archer's Aqua that he's trying to offer them? And I like that it looked like on the surface, I was like, oh, is it a bottle of Archer's? Like the, just the liqueur. I was like, no, no, no. 
It's the pre-mixed I don't Archer's even, Aqua. I don't even know what Archer's Aqua is. Are you are you crazy? Did you never have an Archer's Aqua? Oh. It was Archer's. It was pre pre-bottled pre-mixed Archer's and lemonade. Okay. So it was peach schnapps with lemonade, but they the lemonade was all different flavors. So you'd have like a peach and a raspberry. Ooh. They were very cloying and disgusting, but yeah. I loved them. Aside from Bacardi Breezes, Archer's Aqua was my go-to Alco Pop. That when I'd go to Weatherspoons and get the two for two fifty. I think that's what it used to be at Weatherspoons. Two for two fifty. Oh fucking hell! Or Reef. Reef. You've, ne- you've never vomited until you vomited Reef. Reef didn't have like a little bit of a tropical taste to it. It was. It was very much if you just mixed if you mixed vodka with like a a mango a mango or like a, a like a Tesco own brand multi. You know what those multi juice things? Or basically a vodka and five alive. Yes, it's vodka. You're right, vodka and five alive. Five alive still exists. Who knows? Do you know what? We've had fun. Alan says when they're talking about the songs, I love the dancey one. (laughs) Oh, girls, I love love the the dancey one. one. Oh, you know, you flip your hair. (laughs) And then I also, I felt, I really felt for the, did you see that he got ushered into the dressing room by like, there's like a producer and then like a runner. And they're both like, she's like standing at the door and like the runner's standing with her. You can tell they're both like, it's that post show. They like, Everyone just wants to go home. Oh. Everyone's like on a high and you just see the producer. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. And the runner's like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're having real banal chit chat. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what, are you going to stay for a drink? Oh, nah, no. I think I'm just going to go home. Yeah, just go. Are you going to get it? I'll just get on the tube. It's quicker than trying to wait for the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> but they're on a high. They are on a high. We get quite a dark conversation. Uh, it says the girls are going to hit up a West End club. But before we go, the girls have kind of got changed. They've got their hair and makeup done. And we have a very dark conversation with Molly and Una about how they've dressed oh. so that the paps can't take pictures up their skirts. Yeah. Really disgusting. Yeah, it's very over time, isn't it? Yeah, horrible. And Una, clever, clever gal. She's in those city shorts again, she isn't is, she? She is. I just put on a pair of shorts. So we're going to West End Club. We're going to Dover Street. Yep. We are going, going to Mahiki. <laughs> see, I'm such a fool. I saw the outside and I couldn't see what it was. And instead of waiting oh. to see the interior, which would have given it away to me, I had to Google Dover Street Nightclub London. Me and too. I got Mahiki. <laughs> me too. And then obviously the next shot, I saw those, that culturally appropriated tiki interior. I was like, well, of course it's Mahiki. Yeah. My God, Mahiki. Did you ever go to Mahiki? I never did. I know. Another day. I really wish I did. Yeah, I used to go to this off-brand. I, I used to go to this copycat Mahiki that was in Clapham. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were going to say the one in Kennington, South London Pacific. Oh, no, I, I, I lost my phone in... No, I lost my wallet in South... SLP. yes. I remember losing my wallet there. But no, I used to go to this copycat one in Clapham. Like, it was really near to where I lived in Clapham Junction on Lavender Hill. And it was an exact, like, copycat of... Of Mahiki, oh, but I've obviously to, like very low rent. I've been to that but one. But they would give you the, you know, they'd give you the cocktails in like a, a like a, almost like a stone ship you would get given that was full of cocktail and they would light, they'd like, oh God, I didn't even know how they do it. I feel like they'd half out like a little thing of like lime. Yes. And, and then, then you put, and put the liqueur in it and you light it and, it, yeah. and it floats. Kind of like a Viking ship we'd yes. get given. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you, re- do you remember the period of time where <laughs> Crystal worked at a cocktail bar in Soho? Oh my God. I've just <laughs> had this flashback. Do you remember this? And she worked in this cocktail bar and used to make really elaborate cocktails. And we would go in and she'd charge us like £1.50 <laughs> for like really elaborate cocktails. And she learned how to do that thing with the, the limes. Oh my God. <laughs> my God, that was really... Of a time. Of a time. Anyway, so we are going to go into Mahiki, classic celeb haunt. We're going to have some pink Moet yes. champagne. 
<laughs> Listeners, we had a text conversation the other day. Moe is pronounced Moet officially. Really don't like that. I, I find that really hard to... I, I'm just rejecting it. Well, as you know, my thoughts on Moet is a piece of trash champagne, so we never have to say it anyway. Now, I don't want to be that guy, but I find it strange that they're all kind of wearing white vests and t-shirts. <laughs> like, why... Why wouldn't you stay in your outfits from the show? Do you know what I mean? Maybe they couldn't. Maybe they weren't allowed to. Oh, maybe. Maybe they were all on, on a loan from Miss Selfridge, you know, and they couldn't. They had to return them. Oh, that's maybe. true. That's true. We get a. We get some. They're really playing with the the sound in this episode with the the non-diegetic and diegetic music. So they we hear "I want to dance with somebody" is what like transitions us to Mahiki. But then at some point, Molly's screaming along to "I want to dance with somebody." Did mm-hmm. you notice that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> While we're in Mahiki, we're gonna need a drink, aren't we? We've had that moet. What are we gonna have now? <laughs> well, yeah, we keep we keep getting cutaways of Vanessa and Una at one point, and they've got like one of those big. It, is it like a inside of? It's inside something, right? Like a pineapple. I'm looking at it right now. It's the Mahiki the treasure, treasure chest. Treasure chest. Yes. I'm gonna tell you what's in it. Please. Four hundred mils of Mahiki coconut. I don't know what that even means. 150 mils of peach liqueur. Oh, Arches. Speaking of our old friend. Then we've got apple juice and passion fruit juice. We've got lemon juice, pa- passion fruit syrup, and then sparkling wine. That's not... Okay, I'm going to... I know this... I shouldn't say this because it's not responsible, but that's not enough alcohol. That's, well, that's a majority fruit juice and liqueur, and then... But we've got the pe- we've got the peach snaps and the mahiki coconut. I wonder what that is though. Yeah, because if, if that's not alcohol, that's literally... Oh my God, mahiki coconut. Is it fucking Malibu? No. Oh, so it's, it can't be. Mal- so that's Malibu oh, Arches and sparkling wine. Oh. That is such, such a sweet. And then all that juice and syrup on top of it. That's like, it's not even enough to get you drunk. It's just going to give you a huge headache. But I do like, yeah, we keep seeing Vanessa and Una, instead of drinking out of one straw, because you get given like multiple straws, which I feel like you wouldn't get now in the age of, you know, you know what. But I like that they're at one point, they're both just gathering all of like 15 straws together and just drinking the cocktail like that. <laughs> and then we've got a visitor, haven't we? we have it's marv marvin appears <laughs> and rochelle's reaction is beyond sweet she's so excited she runs to hug him and then she basically turns to the cameras and says are we finished now yeah I'm she's, done. Like, she's like we're done we're done i'm yeah. done <laughs> so she basically just wants to go home and have yeah. sex with marvin she's like you've got me drinking with the girls we're done yeah we've done this bit <laughs> the rest are left dancing arm and arm it's very unique girls yes it is or like girls on vacation <laughs> it is and there was just, a, I don't know if you noticed, I really strained to see in the background. I couldn't really see on the, the low quality YouTube video, but I just saw some like men in collared shirts just like hanging around. I was oof. like, oof. Some, just to clarify, some straight men yes. in collared shirts. Yeah. Horrible. Stay away from our girls. <laughs> Stay away. Now, this bit was very intriguing. Well, <laughs> I didn't realize until we came out of it that we almost enter a dream sequence here. <laughs> <laughs> So we kind of we kind of fade out of Mahinki and we fade into just the opening uh, the opening strains of Higher in an empty basement club. Yeah, basement glamour vibes is what I wrote. Mm-hmm. Let's <laughs> talk about these outfits. <laughs> okay, okay. I there's a phrase I'm going to use which I know you've probably noted down. Mm-hmm. They are wearing market dresses in blush pastels and each have a mes- metallic star brooch. Okay, so I said that there's kind of a Grecian vibe to, to the outfits. So I said that it looked like if Mount Olympus had an office Christmas party. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Just various Greek goddesses who couldn't quite afford to get nice dresses just all going to the Christmas party at Mount Olympus. And they're wearing peak 2010 clompy stiletto heels. Yeah. You know those ones that just look... 
they kind of look like swollen like <laughs> you know what i mean or like or like imagine if someone's foot had a bad allergic reaction to something and had a heel that's what they look like so we get a lot of classic saturday's goose formation choreo <laughs> i also wrote we've got a lot of leg dancing that there's a they do this sort of leg dance move that's like a horse rearing to go yes like just or like a horse doing dressage yes like <laughs> So we have so it's goose it's goose formation mixed with dressage horse choreo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All kind of in one spot. <laughs> static okay, static goose formation, dressage horse choreo. Done. <laughs> and this is the non-flowrider edit. Oh, is he in higher? Yeah. Frankie. Volley. No, that is that what about us? Yeah. Frankie. Molly. Ooh, Vanessa Rochelle, what you doing Saturday, girl? I'm doing nothing. What are you doing Saturday? I'm doing nothing. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> so yeah, it's the, it's the non-flowride edit. So like where the rap is in the middle, there's like a, a slight variation, which I found very jarring because I'm only used to the, the flowrider version. Yes. Now in their dance moves as well, we've got a lot of literal, like when they talk about phone, they're doing a hand phone when they're like talking about listening, they're putting their hands to their ears. When they're talking about pointing, their po- there's a lot of just very literal moves as well. How do you in. feel about higher? Mm, whatever. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I can't quite put my finger on what I like about it. It's just very, it's just very the Saturdays. Now if I think, listen, this is my... It's, it's peak Saturdays because it's nice and Good inoffensive. It's really hard to get up to that chorus. Gonna lift it, lift it higher. <laughs> Ooh, gorgeous, gorgeous harmony for you there. I also had a real, in this dream sequence, I had some real deep thoughts as well. Okay, go on. I thought the sats, they're always very femme. There's no like variety within the group to, yeah. the, to the femininity. They're no threat to gender. <laughs> That's my main note. No, you're not wrong. But if, like think of, I don't know, like Spice Girls. You always had Mel C who was always... A bit more sports-wise, right. sportswear, would never wear a skirt. The Saturdays, they're all in those Grecian party dresses. Closest thing we're getting is Frankie's haircut. Exactly. <laughs> this is the point I realized we were in a dream sequence. So the the song ends and we get what I'm now just knowing is the classic uh, 24-7 exclusive performance ending, which is the girls click-clacking off with no music playing and being like, oh, okay, yeah, that's good. And so we like, ha, ha, ha. And then we're back from the dream sequence. We're still in Mahiki. <laughs> It's almost as if Vanessa and Una chugging that treasure chest caused them to have like a mental break (laughs) where they imagine themselves singing higher in Grecian party dresses. Right, we've had a dream sequence. We've been to Mahiki. I'm going to need a day off. I mean, what what signifies a day off more than the relaxing tones of So What by Pink? (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm looking at the Houses of Parliament. (laughs) Actually, I feel like the music choice is actually quite, quite well thought out because this day off segment really is so what it couldn't be I'm, I'm annoyed for them in the fact that they had to do this on their day off and they were like okay so what should we get the girls to do on their day off okay um all right well okay frankie's refusing to get involved <laughs> i feel like una and um una and frankie were like nah not doing it not interested so i mean like, una skydived come <laughs> yeah, that's on true. yeah she, yeah she did she skydove on her day off <laughs> So we start with Molly and her friend Nikki. Molly and Nikki. <laughs> hey, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. She pulls up in that vintage car that she's driving. Okay. <laughs> I've written, is this a modern yet vintage pastel blue sports car? What is this? It feels very Molly. It is. It makes sense. I can really imagine her driving around West London because, of course, she lives in West London. 
leafy West London. Oh no, she lives in North London, doesn't she? But she's a real West London girl at heart. Yeah. She love. Mo- okay, I realised in this episode, Molly, in the right situation, her poshness could be completely elevated. Yes. But around <laughs> the other girls, it, it really is brought down. <laughs> yes, you're so right. So like, if you suddenly heard that Molly was marrying a prince, you'd be like, oh, actually, that makes sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... This is this has infuriated me. They're going for a fucking fish pedicure. Again, this is like go ape. This is the most root one. There's a horrible moment in the voiceover where she walks into the fish bar and there's some like older old ladies getting their feet done and the voiceover's like, Well, there's some glamour pusses already in there, so she has to wait. I was like, All right, leave them alone. In general, I forgot how and this is a really poor example of it, like UK shows with the snarky voiceover. Yeah. It, we d- we didn't need it. Yeah. I didn't need it at all. And also imagine at this time, if there was a rail show following a girl group in the, in America, you would never, the voiceover would never mock what they're looking no, at. of course. You know of course what I mean? not. Okay. And it's, do you know why they've gone for the fish pedicure? Because Vanessa had one in Thailand. <laughs> she recommended this treatment, Vanessa in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> and this is also the first, within this within this day I've seen, this is the first time they use a all of that licensing music, music licensing money to pay for quite a premium piece of music, which is the Jaws theme. Oh, yes. They pay for, and it sounds like the official actual score of Jaws that they paid for. Well, they've saved because, you know, every other song is in the Polydor <laughs> I book. Guess, I guess so. And I just wrote, this Molly scene is shit. It's so shit. <laughs> also, I googled where it was. They were near High Street Ken. Of course. Did you Google, oh, did you look up the name of the spa or did you see that, that street sign? So that st- street sign. <laughs> and I think that someone on this production has a very Molly specific foot fetish because in the last episode we had a, a close up of her horsefly injury foot. And in this one we saw her feet getting massaged. But again, it was a very lingering close up. So oh. very Molly specific foot fetish. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I bet she's got lovely feet. I bet she does. Well, yeah. especially after this, this spa treatment or the fish nibbling away at her calluses. So, uh, <laughs> we're gonna Spe- just, speaking of fish calluses, speaking, yes, we're going to just pop over to see what uh, Vanessa and Rochelle are doing and what song could tear it up nicely than this. These words are my own. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> these words by Natasha Bedingfield. So many sounds in the opening of that song. It's like a... There's like a sound of a bin falling over, like a metal bin being kicked over. There's like, it's just like, oh, that was a good record scratch noise, wasn't it? Good. Yeah, a lot. She really threw a lot at the beginning of that song, didn't she? Natasha Benefield, these words, a song, a song very much over by 2010 for sure. Now, what are they? What are Rochelle and Vanessa going to do? Rochelle and Vanessa are going to go to a psychic. My first note is Vanessa's going to be a nightmare. But you couldn't, I just think, I think they, these are two good members to send to a psychic. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel think like so. they're going to be susceptible to it. Oh, Una, I'd love to see Una a psychic. Oh, right, that's right there. Well, actually, that is my granny. Yes, you're right there. <laughs> Una, would then, Una would turn up wearing like a turban and like start doing the, the readings herself or something. <laughs> so okay. did you notice what, what other premium premium song was paid for for this scene? Was it U, um, UFO, Ghostbusters, um, um, um. <laughs> Uh, David Duchovny. Oh my God, you're naming Gillian so Anderson, much stuff around X-Files. it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, paid again for what I think might be the genuine X-Files theme was paid for. Doesn't make any sense. The X-Files wasn't about psychics. I know, but just spooky stuff. I mean, that was it was a stretch. So going into the scene, Rochelle's concerned because she's actually quite happy at the minute. <laughs> so she doesn't want any bad news. Where was this taking place? I have no... Like... It looked like it was in the back of a Miss Selfridge. Yeah, it looked like a concession <laughs> at a department store. 
But I think it might have been. I think it might be, you know, when like Topshop, when Topshop on Oxford Street was doing, would have strange kind of things inside of it. Like when they started. Activations. Yeah, exactly. It felt like something like that. It felt like it was a, a clothing brand that the Saturdays are associated with. They had a pop-up within a Miss Selfridge of tarot, clairvoyance and angel readings by Psychic Sisters. Okay, can we talk about the psychic? What a charlatan. So she is wearing <laughs> a purple paisley pattern bosom top. Yeah, I would that, describe you, it. You're so right. <laughs> Nothing else could describe what, uh, her top half than just the word bosom. And then on that bosom is a funky pendant necklace. <laughs> you know, like some sort of crystal thing. I don't yeah. know. She definitely hails from the eastern part of London, perhaps Essex. <laughs> <laughs> she had a Kent Essex vibe to her. Kent slash Essex. Just very much the southeast of the UK vibe, didn't she? I think she... Oh, I've just driven up from Dover. Yeah. 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 Part around the back. Yeah. And I think she... Psychic sisters. Psychic sisters. I'm one of them. There's more of us. <laughs> I think she's had some sort of like a red rinse um, box dye yes. put through her hair. And I think she's had her eyebrows. I'm not sure if we're at microblading no, territory no, just yet, yet, but maybe yet. threaded. Yeah, definitely threaded. <laughs> and maybe that's another concession inside Miss Selfridge. This psychic readings and eyebrow threadings. Get it done. <laughs> so Rochelle's up first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I was kind of like, okay, like she she said like a grandma thing. I was like, okay, obviously, you know, that's very root one. But at this point, she did say the next single would be a number one. Now, did she predict the number one smash hit, What About Us? No, I looked into it. <laughs> she said that next year, 2011, is going to be a hectic and busy year, and your next single is going to go to number one. Not true, because What About Us, their only number one, got to number one in 2013. 2012. 2013. Oh, I was going to say, it had to be. I, thought, I wished it was 2012. I feel like 2012 is a real, a, a real tentpole year for me. I, I remember everything so clearly from 2012. The Olympics. The Jubilee. <laughs> So, yeah, so she has a, a reading. Her grand's going to be with her when they go on tour, when she walks down the aisle. She said that her man's a good guy, referring to Marvin. Don't yeah. you lose him. <laughs> Don't you lose and him. she predicted their wedding. I mean, good for you. Wow. <laughs> and then the voiceover says, now it's single girl Vanessa's date with destiny. And uh, our, our, our psychic lady just says, yeah, I'm not really getting the energy of like a man around you. Vanessa's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not getting any love life. <laughs> Although you do like you do like blue-eyed boys. <gasps> oh, how did you know? <laughs> They're trouble. Don't we all? I mean, <laughs> but you, I love how afterwards as well they go have like a sort of debrief. Yeah, um, have some. They go have a juice. You know what Vanessa's wrapped around her neck? What? She's got an Alexander McQueen skull scarf on. Does she? Yeah, she does. <laughs> That's got to be the last time we see one in this episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, next, oh what what song and location could go better than the song Paparazzi by Lady Gaga as we arrive in Grimsby? <laughs> so I feel like we're living out and doing da 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 Grimsby, Grimmy, Grimmy, Grimsby. So they're at a motorway stop off service point and i can see that they're getting papped and i can hear in the i can see in the background a sign for burger king a starbucks and an eat oh eat oh i forgot about eat i tell you what you get a real crusty baguette from eat you really want to lacerate the soft palate of the roof of your mouth get yourself an eat baguette even at the beginning of the day they feel hard as a rock (laughs) i like there was some sort of noodly salad they did and then they also did a great turkey and cranberry sandwich all year round oh see i would if i was 
if I was hungover or like treating myself, they did a brie, <laughs> a brie tomato and basil baguette. And that was a real mouth, a roof of your oh, mouth scratcher. Lovely, that basil. But, was, but yeah, the basil and the brie went together. Ooh. Obviously, obviously, you know me, I'd pick out the tomatoes, so I wouldn't have that. Just the, just the brie and the basil, just like in a big long, almost like a foot long baguette that, yeah, that would just slice the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Soft palate destroyed. Scraped. <laughs> I'd get that with a bag of the, um, they had the, did they have their own brand crisps? They or did. did they, oh, no, no, it was the, it was in a silver bag and I would get the salt and vinegar ones and they were called like something dog. They were a specific brand of crisp. I can't remember. Yummy. But I'd get that and one of them and maybe a little Diet Coke and just. Mm. Oh, treats. I tell you what, I'm really hungry meat? right now. I can, <laughs> if someone delivered me that brie baguette from Eat right now, I would be so happy. Uh, <laughs> so we're so in Grimsby. What we're, is this? Is that a sports center? I, I couldn't tell. I said, I, yeah, I said it looks like a sports hall. It looks like. It looks like a leisure center. And again, the voiceovers <laughs> tried to like lean into the snarkiness. They're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. All the glamour and height of Grimsby. We're like, yeah, we know. It's really shit. Yeah. And oh. then it's them kind of talking about it. They're like, Frankie's like, oh, this one's a little bit, you know, the, the windows are a bit dirty and they're high up. So it's, you just feel like you're in a box. I was like, oh, this in is... In the dressing room. Yeah, this is sad. Una's wearing a Baker Boy hat, a vest, <laughs> and baggy tie-dye shorts and flats. And she's got her feet up in those, what I've described as... Heavy metal cushioned stacking chairs. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. So heavy. Why are they so heavy? Those chairs. Know. Yeah, if you're stacking, if you stack up more than three, oh. you, can't, you can't move that stack without like a without like a, a truck and dolly. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for this performance, we're going to need a change of outfits. Yeah. So I see hanging up on a rack, colorful bras and stripy white vests. Yeah, I I think that once once we saw the outfits on them, they almost looked like bandaged. It looked like like if you were doing a mummy Mom, costume. Yeah. So they were all with wearing beads. yeah like beaded mummy tops with different jewel toned <laughs> skirts. Yeah. Fun. Well, because the other ones are clearly they're in the wash. Oh, they're well, definitely they're at the dry cleaners. Yeah, at the dry cleaners. So they've got their backup mummy jewel tone combos. So at this point, um, some competition winners appear. I uh, this is I love this bit. So the competition of <laughs> Winners appear, and all the girls go, hello. Now, these competition winners appear to be straight men. (laughs) I was very confused. I mean, it reminds me of when I went to see the first Girls Aloud tour in um, the Hammersmith Apollo, and Mm -hmm. there was loads of straight men at that that gig. There was this, like, group of guys that all had... Unaccompanied straight men. Yeah, and they all had signs. Yeah, and they had, like, signs, and they were, like, saying how, how they thought Cheryl was fit. Whoa, Cheryl, Cheryl, you're fit. fit. I'll show you my love machine. Yeah, it was pre-love machine. The girls were doing uh, album one tracks. I just thought some no good advice. <laughs> A lot of no good Life advice. Life got cold. <laughs> and all the- oh no, that was that Oasis. Oh God, we're yeah, not doing no. that. It's a forgotten dream. As I was I supposed to know. It wasn't what it seemed. They text while they eat, while they listen to the beat. And they eat while they ride away. Something in the hood. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> So, we're running, we're running, we're, <laughs> we're running, running out of time. My life got cold. <laughs> right. So. Gonna go off to Sheffield now. Wait, we're not there yet. Aren't because we we've, we've need to say goodbye to the, the straight guys. Oh, of course. Bye. See ya. So this gig, I have to say, it felt like I had the sound quality of a 90s school disco. Yeah. It's Very continuing s- that sports halls kind of you know, leisure centre vibe. Oh no, wait, this was the sweaty gig, not yes. the one earlier. Sorry. Yes. We get a really good, we get again the opening of Just Can't Get Enough, but this time we get 
like backs to the audience turning choreo. Yeah. It's, it's like, like turn, it's like turn, 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 turn. Yeah, there's enough duns for them all to turn and start the song. Perfect. Lovely. A, a nice, a nice kind of rare mix of the goose formation choreo because they're all in a straight line. Yeah. <laughs> and when the, my favorite part of this whole sequence is when they're leaving, they're getting rushed into Addison Lee <laughs> and someone shouts out, Molly, Molly you're, you're fit. fit. And Molly goes, oh, thanks. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was all a bit close and quiet, wasn't it? <laughs> so should we talk about this hotel? <laughs> We're going to go to a hotel in Sheffield. What's it called? We're going to the Rutland Hotel. Did I look up on uh, TripAdvisor? <laughs> I sure did. Oh, are they still in business? Still in business. So have the rooms been? Have the rooms had a makeover? They or are we have, still... but people think it's gone downhill after <gasps> COVID. Price a night. We're talking eighty dollars a room, so about sixty pounds a night a room. Okay. <coughs> TripAdvisor. The two the two reviews I gravitated towards were there's one that's in ti- that's the title of the review is so convenient for hospital appointments, <laughs> <laughs> and then another TripAdvisor oh. review where the title is. Weekend stay for the snooker. Oh, God, how depressing. (laughs) And then on the website, the thing that it really advertised heavily was now serving hot breakfast seven days a week. Oh, lovely. So you can get it on a Sunday as well. Yeah, every day, seven days. So I would say the main, the main color schemes of this hotel is brown and orange. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. We've got brick wall interiors. We've got brown carpets and kind of orange accented draperies and things around the room. Kind of like a like a Terry's chocolate orange. <laughs> Rochelle, she's thrilled because she just <laughs> looks forward to getting into a hotel and getting her laptop. Getting into her laptop. laptop. Physically into it. I want to know what in 2010 is Rochelle doing on that laptop? Is she is she doing a Skype? Is she looking at porn? Is she doing her expenses on Excel? <laughs> What's she doing? Oh, you know she's watching TV on it. And you know what she's watching? What? I bet she's watching Friends. Do you think she's got a box set with her? Of course she does. Uh, like, yeah, we're still like, at DVD technology, aren't we? 2010, yeah. Yeah, so I bet she's got like a, a few discs of like Friends and she just pops them on. Or Sex in the City. I, I guarantee it's one of those one of those two. Do you think she's got one of those like soft cushioned booklets? Yes. With a zip? Absolutely. And she's just like, oh yeah, I'll pop on just pop on friends pop i can just put it on and, and just put anyone in you know I'll, I'll clean the dvd before i put it in you clean it from the inside to the out <laughs> <laughs> so rochelle's gabbing away to the camera yeah. and then we just hear keep the noise down <laughs> someone who's there for the snooker or the hospital yeah well exactly Both. if you're gonna get up to go to the hospital in the morning you, you don't want to have your hair rochelle banging on about what episode of friends she's gonna watch exactly and this this appears to be una and rochelle sharing this room doesn't it Oh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't work it out. Um, it looks a lot like Una and Rochelle's room. So it, this is them kind of de-dragging from the, from the gig. It's just Rochelle ripping off her eyelashes. Oh, they are sharing Una's, a room. Una's using her electric toothbrush, pre, pre-Sonicare kind of, what, do you think it's like an Oral-B? Oral-B, yeah. I hope she's charged it. <laughs> Shit. Forgot my charger. Forgot my charger. So they go to bed and the next morning I'm going to wake up with... Uh-oh, uh-oh, what would your mama do? I hate this Pixie Lot song. A clunk, 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 clunk. Yeah, this is... Every time of the night. Oh, so she's creeping around. I can imagine being home alone, okay, at night, <laughs> and then just suddenly hearing... Uh-oh, uh-oh, and be like... Ah. Okay, I'm... 
100% once I get spare keys to this house. Actually, I know where they are in your lockbox. I know the code. Okay, I'm going to break into your house and when you're sleeping, just be like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And then you're going to creep around. Yeah. Every letter do. <laughs> the next morning, we get a lovely little... Sh- Frankie's just getting ready and we can just see peeking above her, her top. Do you see a little kind of sunshine tattoo? Oh, yes, I did. Just peeking out. I tell you, he's having a laugh this morning. Oh, Mark. What's what a like? card. She's running around that hotel doing dance routines for the for the cameraman. He's had a hot breakfast and a coffee. Yeah. He's had a coffee from one of those big metal things. Do you know what I mean? Did you notice what he was delivering to Vanessa? It, w- it was shampoo. Did you notice the brand? Was it Aussie hair care? It was, it was Aussie hair care. <laughs> three, three minute miracle? Of course it was. She's got lovely hair, Vanessa. She's got to keep that hair in check. Then uh, we're back in London. And we are. It's a Lily Allen song that I can't remember the title of Not it. Not fair. Not fair. Yeah. It's not Kind of like a country western vibe song, wasn't it? Okay, we're going to start off the day, though, at Frankie's new build uh, apartment thing. Yeah, flat. Flat. Thank you very much. Sorry, flat. (laughs) How dare you? This is very much a flat. Yeah. She's got a kind of a a kind of dove grey, kind of colour-schemed bedroom. Seems very... Lots of dove grey everywhere. Mm -hmm. And a really quite hideous bedside lamps that she's got. And 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 a kind of almost like a... I don't think it was Van Gogh's Starry Night, but it looked like that she had that above her bed, which I thought was very funny. Oh, yeah, I couldn't work that out. Yeah, it looked like a, a Starry Night knockoff. Mm. <laughs> so this is this is just them talking about Frankie's always late. And this joke is meant to be because she's changing her outfit. But did you notice when she described why she was late the other day? They cut her off very quick. So it was almost hard to hear. She went, well, the other day I was late because I was, you know, I was, just, I was downloading songs. <laughs> She's like, well, I can't leave the house. I've got to download these songs to iTunes on my laptop. Still, it's still plugged in. Yeah she's, yeah, she's like, I can't leave. I've got to plug my iPod in. What do you think? She was like downloading like a Tinchy Strider song. Or oh, something. absolutely. Yeah. Do you see end ups are coming back? Yeah, I saw them on Radio 1. I saw a clip of them. Have we heard their new song yet? No, I haven't heard it yet. I oh. saw a great clip of them testing testing end dubs on lyrics to their own song and Talisa knew a whole segment like flawlessly. Did she? And, and sung it. Yeah. Good really for good. Her. Really good. Okay, so we get to, we've got a Heat Magazine shoot. Yeah. I mean, this is... Frankie's really channeling Vicky B in this. Is she? In this kind of, from the neck up. She's got big black shades on and her hair's, it's just, the way she's styled it is very Vicky B in like the, the blonde era. Yeah, the pop she looks era. great. Really great. Yeah, we're going to do a, a magazine shoot here. There's a lot of breakfast chat. A lot of breakfast chat. My main note was Una's pronunciation of marjorine. Marjorine. <laughs> she goes, I can't stand butter on bread. I can't stand it. I, I only like marjorine when it's on toast and it's melted. Marjorine. 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 <laughs> and I just wrote, oof, this is boring non-drama. Because yeah. there's something about Frankie taking Molly's toast. She fingers She fingers Molly's breakfast, essentially, doesn't Although she? Although when I was watching, I was like, oh, baked beans on toast. Yeah. Yummy. Although I do feel like even though everything was under a cloche, it felt like... You can't leave baked beans that long. It felt like the breakfast had been sitting out for a while. I know. I think it would still be warm and you would take off the cloche and the cloche would be like sweaty. Mm. You know what I mean? Sweaty cloche. So Fine. that toast would be a little damp. So actually soggy. a little soggy. And I don't like that when the margarine is not melted into my toast. <laughs> I tell you, it's like Mrs. Brown's boys there. I don't know what that was. Uh, oh, then we get to star of this scene, Peaches. <laughs> Vanessa's, what kind of dog was that? Very cute. Very annoying. Yeah. Highly untrained. Very unfocused. Doing a shooting over. I'm just like, she's like, oh, I don't know what to do. But, but I'm like, just take the dog out. Yeah. We get one line of who let the dogs out. Yeah. Another, I mean, that has to be on Polydor, right? Because that's 
it's just uh, yeah. Gram- Grammy award winning. But song. did you notice what she used to clean up the dog the dog poo this time? Oh, no, it was Dettol wipes this time. So Good. it wasn't Dettol spray with the kitchen roll. It was just the wipes. Great. She's learned because you can pop those in your purse. <laughs> And then Molly cuts some shit from Peaches's bum. Yeah. This was a fun, fun scene. Let's talk about this photo shoot theme. Oof. So we're clearly... Are we in Orange is the New Black era yet? I think... I, I feel like we might still be... Not mm. there. So this is a sexy prison it. shoot. Yes, that is problematic. <laughs> and they're all wearing those orange kind of prison outfits. Which is not something people wear in the UK. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> So they've like sexed them up. And 2013, Orange is the New Black. Not even. Yeah. Sexed them up and everyone's got a tattoo sleeve on. It just couldn't be more the Saturdays, could it? Oh, look, we've got a tattoo sleeves on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we get, uh, they're telling us that basically it's going to be like a one of those composite shots where like they shoot the girls separately and then put them all together. And as, as we see them getting shot, we get the strains of Locked Up by Akon. Oh, God. A really unacceptable song to be playing over these girls doing a fake prison photo shoot really bad and then i got really annoyed with molly in this scene because oh my god her thing is they want her to be like banging on the wall like screaming and she really annoyed me she, I, I said that i was getting i said i've learned from tyra that you can't that you have to commit to the shoot and if they want you to do something like scream you can't be like oh i can't do it i can't scream no don't make me oh, i can't I'm scream i'm just gonna keep laughing i'm just, like just molly just scream like just scream and do the shot molly it's like gotta get peaches out of here Peaches is pissing all over it. And I, my last note is just Peaches is a little shit. <laughs> and uh, the scene ends with Good Girl Gone Bad by Rihanna playing as well. <laughs> Was that in honor of Peaches? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <sighs> so we're going to round it out with a London club gig. For 300, 300 lucky competition, competition winners. winners. Now, I could not... They kept on showing the sign of this club... I couldn't work out what it was. I think it's called Studio Valbon. Oh! I googled it, yeah, on, in in um, in Soho. Yes! It's on, like, Valbon Street. It's, like, right near, it's really close to, it's on that little snicket. snicket. That little snicket by Liberty. I'm pretty sure it's there. I remember that club. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is that where we had a rap party once? <gasps> Yo, do you know what? I think you're right. I think that's where we had the rap party. For Deadline. For Deadline. Tiger Aspect. Yeah, you're right. It was Studio it's Valbon. Valbon. <laughs> Wow, it's all coming together, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so here comes boring Ben. Um, yeah, in a terrible bracelet. And he's wearing, he's actually wearing Hollister this week. Yep, His top says Hollister this week. Um, meanwhile, there's a bit of drams because Rochelle's forgotten to get her mom a birthday card. <laughs> a birthday gift. So then she says, I'm just going to get her Primark vouchers. She'll probably just spend them throughout the year. <laughs> Fucking hell. Gremlin. Poor Rochelle's mom getting... <laughs> Oh, no, Primark but, vouchers, but that is nice. She'd be thrilled with well, you those. Well, that's going to go a long way at Primark. How, you can do home, you can do kids. How, how, much, do all that. how much do you think that was going to be at Primark? Um, £200? I was going to say 150 150 You think she's a little more conservative than that? Well, I just think her mum, I don't know, actually we don't meet her mum, so... Yeah, so so, uh, so her and Rochelle and uh, Molly get kind of released from the, the preparation of the gig to go and buy the birthday present, and I like that they just, they're running into a, into a shop and you just hear Rochelle banging on about her mum, like, she, well, she likes a coral lipstick, I'll just get her a coral lipstick. Yeah, I, I'll get a coral lipstick because I know she loves that. She's all over the place with this, this gift purchase. And she's like, I think she likes vouchers, we're, we're in a cab passing Liberty, like yeah. gorgeous department, just get her some gorgeous Liberty I'm vouchers. Sure if they wear it at Studio Val, but if that is what I think it is, yeah. They could have walked to Liberty. So close. <laughs> Just down the end of the street, they could have walked to Liberty and got her a lovely scarf. So we're going to have to have a change in music here. So we've got Gorillas, 
Yes, we do. Playing in the background. And they head to Selfridges, don't they? <laughs> they do. <laughs> Which, again, is that logically just doesn't make sense for them. They should have just gone to Liberty. If they are where they are, it would so close. I know, but I feel like the girls wouldn't get Liberty. No, they don't get it. They, they don't, don't understand. Yeah, you're right. Selfridges is very them, isn't it? Yeah. It's like high-end perfect for them. So she goes to Selfridges and she gets from a bracelet, bracelet and some Chanel, Chanel body, body stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what does she get for herself? What does she get for herself? She gets a fucking Alexander McQueen pink skull scarf. But do you know what? <laughs> she got 10% off because it's a snag. But that always happens anyway. Honestly, I love Rochelle. Yeah. Hearing her talking about how she was, she got 10% off. Of, I just love her. She's just, she's the best. I'd wear that scarf. Yeah. That bright, that yeah. super bright it was, pink It's more fun skull. than the black and white one. Yeah. So. Let's we get back to the gig. And I like that we get like a, a cutaway later and Rochelle's already wearing the scarf. Did you notice that? Is she's she? like carrying on getting her hair and makeup done and she's already wearing the scarf. <laughs> okay. We're back in the outfits and we're going to be doing an intimate performance now. Yes, because the, the <laughs> outfits were cleaned when they were doing the Grimsby, Grimsby gig. So they're in the, the old outfits. Okay. What's up? When this performance started, we saw that obviously this was all being done by Heart, Heart FM radio station. Yeah, for 300 lucky competition winners. Did you see what else was this event was being sponsored by or was sponsoring? No. Give me a clue. I am woman, hear me roar. Oh, is it Sex and the City 2? It is Sex and the City 2. So wait, so Heart FM and Sex and the City 2 present the, the Saturdays? Saturdays? live and intimate in concert. I'm not kidding you. I... I I rewound it and checked and it said Sex in the City 2. <laughs> I could not have been happier than to have a Sex in the City 2 reference. Wow. I'm upset that it wasn't more heavily themed, that the girls weren't dressed as the as the girls. That'd be fun. <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to, before the gig starts, we see some pre-poured champagne in those really like thick champagne flutes. Yeah. The sort that can definitely go through a dishwasher. 100%. And can, and can be dropped, knocked over and barely chip exactly exactly a real <laughs> catering champagne flute now at this point did you see what was coming up next on itv2 what no, what was it <laughs> what was it said up next movie die another day <gasps> I was, what a dream honestly between sex and the city 2 and then die another day i was like this is just oh no because the episode i watched up next was a uh, celebrity juice no that was that later it was like that was just like new episodes this week of celebrity juice and then it said up next movie die another day, die another day. i mean what a time in your life to have watched <laughs> this episode of saturday's 24 7 and roll straight into die, die another, another day. day and then thinking oh i better plan to go see sex and city 2 at the weekend i, I mean yes i remember this world fun fact about sex and city 2 crystal and i once co-owned a dvd copy of it <laughs> oh, we, we split shared it yeah we split <laughs> buying a dvd copy of sex and city 2 what a horrific movie. Oh, I, I haven't watched that in a really long time. Don't, I, I, don't I even, want to revisit don't it. Don't even try when you're in a plane watching it for fun because it will... Enrage yeah, me. It, yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much it, isn't it? Fucking hell. Oh my God. In the next episode, we get a little bit of a highlight. We have a street ruckus mm. going on. We've got a very unimpressed looking gay audience who are kind of on the verge of booing the yeah, girls. Yeah, at GAY. It looks like we're at GAY, yeah. For and then sure. the girls are receiving good news over a film, which they're very excited about. I'm guessing it's like a chart placement. Yeah. I mean, what is it, like number four? What is it? I'm not sure. We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> so. Okay. What's your most Saturday's moment of this episode? Okay, I'm going to go first because okay. it sounds like you've got some options, maybe. Yeah. So I'm going to say Rochelle... 
suggesting that she buys her mum some vouchers from Primark, no. which she'll probably just spend them throughout the year. That was one of my options. So should I, I'll go for my other one then. Give me your other one. Okay, so my other one is... Your most Saturday's moment of the episode is... It's Vanessa getting Aussie shampoo delivered to her room in, in Grimsby. <laughs> Aussie! Aussie hair care. You can get it at Boots, but it's more premium. So do you know what I mean? I like it because it, like it, it helps me detangle. <laughs> the detangler. Yeah. And I feel like she's reading her Jackie Collins book while she puts her Aussie <laughs> miracle hair mask on. Three, three minute miracle. <laughs> right, oh. and that's it. God, well, I mean... Two more episodes. Where are we going to go? I have no We've clue. covered everything. Well, we've got that street ruckus to do. We've got to get that chart position over that the gay, phone. That gay street ruckus. <laughs> yeah. It was outside GAY. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. But outside GAY bar, it looked like it was outside. But then, obviously, the club, it, we're in a separate location. I'm excited. Thank you, as ever, for listening. We are going to be doing a new episode of Your Welcome America this week, aren't we? <gasps> Shit, yeah, we are. So get excited for that. And we will see you soon. You're welcome. Bye. You are right up May Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.